Hello everyone, welcome back, or welcome to the Earth Decor Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about uh, what's probably all on your mind, and that is gifts. So, um, not to, not to brag, not to toot my own horn a little bit, but I've been called by more than one person good at giving gifts. Uh, so today, we're going to talk about, you know, what people might like, um, so the issues around, like, um, why people are hard to get gifts for, and then what um, you can give those people, at least uh, in broad strokes. Now, I think the biggest thing uh, about giving gifts is that, like, it's kind of hard, uh, not going to lie. Like, you know, we, we live in this uh, this world where if you're like me, um, you're buying gifts for adults, and you're buying gifts for adults who can probably afford everything that they need. Um, so they're going to, and, and even even more so, they can buy most things that they want. So your real issue is like, oh, you know, so and so probably has everything that they want. Um, so you're kind of you're kind of hooked hooped there, right? Like, oh, you know, if they really want that, they just buy it, and then you you maybe don't want to buy it because uh, they clearly don't want it or they get it. But uh, that's for later in the podcast. So let's get into this um, now. Giving gifts, I believe, is like an act of affection. You're trying to show affection, right? Um, I'm going to assume and probably use some language and pretend that you hate spending time with your family. Uh, but in reality, we buy gifts to uh, show affection and show the people around us that we care about them. And we probably also buy gifts for the social contract that uh, you need to give a gift to receive a gift. Otherwise, it's just kind of awkward. So... Um, but your first first thing we're going to look at here is um, is your victim, whoever you're getting the gift for. Now, I'm going to assume you're getting a gift for an adult. I feel like children's a little bit different of a game. Uh, there you go. Do you like the parents? Yes. Lego or something. Do you not like the parents? Uh, no. And then you buy them a drum kit. So pretty simple there. But uh, let's go with adults. <clears throat> now. There's a man named Gary Chapman, who is a, um, he's a marriage counselor. And he wrote the book, uh, The Five Love Languages. And this is kind of what I'm going to base my theories off of. So we'll go through these five languages. And uh, these actually could make a good gift, the book. Um, there's one for men, teens, signal, singles, you know, everything. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll go through them. So your first one is uh, words of affirmation. So these are the people who really like being told like, good job, or uh, hey, you know, I like you, uh, you're valuable, stuff like that. So what really gets them is like language. Um, and these can be written notes as well. So if you write them like, a, hey, you're great on a note, stick it somewhere, they're probably going to keep it. I don't know. But uh, that's how they receive affection um, next is your quality time folks so these people receive affection by you doing stuff with them so preferably meaningful activities um, now I'm a quality time person so I like it when people can join me in like playing retro video games going for a run going to the gym like if you want to show me affection that is how you do it you uh you spend time doing things I like to do. 
um, which sounds pretty gritty, but at least like running, going to the gym's good for you. Um, or we spend time like cooking a meal and eating it together, but um, we spend intentional time together. That's how I receive affection. Um, next, we have acts of service. So these are the people that you do things for. So if you're like me, you instantly like think to um, someone in your family, usually a mother, or grandmother, or an aunt, cooking everyone the big meal, right? And uh, the love um, or the, the affection is shown by the action, by the doing of the task for that person. So, you know, these are the people who like the breakfast in bed and stuff like that. Um, just doing something so they don't have to do it or being thoughtful and doing something to free up their time is how you show the affection. Um, next, we have the gifts crew. So these people like to receive things. So these are the people, if you give them like a little chocolate, I don't know, some like flowers or whatever, they're over the moon. Um, obviously, these are the people who are most served by Christmas. And uh, potentially, these are the people in charge of a society who uh, are the capitalists that are promoting Christmas so that they can receive gifts. I don't know, just a theory. But um, these people are obviously served by Christmas and... Uh, Getting them something thoughtful is the way to do it. Sorry, drinking some water there. Um, the next group of people are our fifth group is uh, is touch. So these are the people who really like hugs and they really like, I don't know, holding hands or like cuddling on the couch and uh, you can show them affection by touching them, right? Um, I don't know, probably not poking their face or something, but uh, you could always try. If they're a cat, you could even pet them. Um, people aren't cats. Don't do that without consent. Um, now, where this gets a little bit tricky is that people's love languages in which they uh, receive affection don't always line up with how they show affection. So you can't necessarily like be like, oh, yeah, so-and-so does all the cooking for every family gathering. I bet you they're an access service person and if I could just do something for them, um, they would, you know, feel affection. Because if you try and get in there, you might actually, like, bother them. They might feel like they're unable to show affection. Um, so you might need to do something else. Like, I don't know, give them something new to show, like, do their acts of uh, access service with, which would be a gift. But anyways, I digress. So you got to actually like, see, because these don't always line up. You can't always be like, this person always says, good job to show affection. I bet you they're a words of affirmation person. Because um, I think a lot of people are cognitive that like, yeah, you're showing them affection if you're like doing any of these things. Uh, but some people might be very uncomfortable with it. So like touch is, is very much not my love language. And uh, if people like touch me, I'm a little creeped out makes me uncomfortable uh, so like you know you can go wrong here is what i'm trying to say uh, maybe it's just me in touch like ask ask a cent before you do that or even acts of service um like i don't particularly like people cooking for me too often um i'd much rather do like cook together so if people are doing a lot of cooking for me it just makes me uncomfortable um which I guess, I don't know, I don't think I do a ton of acts of service to show affection. Um, but yeah, 
So you gotta, you gotta figure out like what people want. Um, and you can, if you go to Gary Chapman's website, um, which is, I'll link it in the description, but it's fivelovelanguages.com. There is actually a quiz. So in theory, um, and I would highly recommend if you have a significant other actually, to just both do these quizzes and like share your results. Um, because that could be something like, I don't know, maybe your partner always like touches your shoulder and <laughs> you hate it. Um, but then you can be like, oh, they're just showing me affection. Um, so you can continue hating it, but know their attention is, uh, intentions are, are correct. Um, that is not an example, by the way. So don't, don't read that into my personal life. Um, all right. Now something to stack the deck for you a little bit. So if we go by Gary Chapman's research, um, based on his quiz, and I believe he took like 10,000 results, um, from his quiz, he finds that words of affirmation is the most popular based on those results. Um, but I don't really consider these conclusive um, in that like Hinge also did, uh, which is a popular dating app, um, especially in the UK. I don't know if it's used in North America much. They say that quality time is the most popular. And uh, Gary Chapman, I'm guessing that his research is going to be a little bit better than Hinge's because Gary Chapman, uh, like his website is a, sort of like a personality quiz. Um, meaning that you go through it and then he gives you the results. But I feel like Hinge either, I don't think they were probably giving people a personality quiz. I feel like they were getting the results based on asking people. So um, words of affirmation could be your best thing. So maybe you can even sweeten the, the deal with whatever gift you give over Christmas uh, with some nice words like you don't suck. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> examples are pending. And then uh, whatever your gift or give like a little note for your gift like you could use this for whatever or like keep keeping on um, and that would even sweeten the pot for your gift now beyond love languages assuming you know your victim a little bit and uh, you can kind of like think oh so and so has this love language well how does that actually help you when christmas is uh you know all about giving um giving gifts specifically so I break down gifts into two types. Um, and I think you can also like kind of uh, give, you know, maybe like access service through, through a gift or whatever. You can give like words of affirmation through a gift, as I just said. Uh, you can almost give like touch through a gift if you give them like something that's comfortable. Anyways, my two types of gifts here. So experiential is the first category and we're gonna talk about that uh, probably a little bit more than our second call or type, which is physical. Now, experiential, um, I've listened to some podcasts and some economists, economists, people who study money, whatever, uh, people who study culture believe that these this is going to be the new world economy, um, stuff that's experienced. So experiential gifts, of course, um, just for an example, would be like doing a tough mutter together or like, you know, doing... Um, going somewhere like to a concert or going skiing like you're giving them something that they experience um and that's generally a one-time thing so often you'll do it with this person so it kind of hits a quality time box um but it could even include an active service like maybe the person loves doing active service and you like hey we're gonna go down to a um soup kitchen i don't know 
But um, why I think this is going to be the new world economy and why um, these like other researchers say that is that most people, and again, the issue that we all come, ag- come across giving gifts is that like most people can buy not only most of their needs, but a good portion of their wants. So if you like have all your wants and you feel satisfied with that, like what else can you do? Um, you can kind of live your life. So I actually don't think it's a surprise that people like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos um, and other like high profile people are going to space right now because that is the experience like um, throughout like the astronaut program, right? And the cosmonaut program up until probably this century, I'm going to say less than 100 people have been into space. But I bet you by the end of this decade, we're going to double or triple that number because that's the new exciting experience that like most people aren't going to get. Um, hopefully I get to go to space in my lifetime because I'd really like to do that. But the average person cannot have this experience, making it rare, uh, which has value, and making it um, something that, you know, is, is, well, I guess unattainable or rare. But also making it, since it's so new, um, you're one of the first people to do it. So you also get sort of social credit for doing it. Now, most people can't uh, can't buy their um, significant other or someone important, you know, a seat on the Blue Horizon or whatever <laughs> for Blue Horizon. They, they can't get them to uh, the ISS or anything, the International Space Station. So there's obviously other ways to do it. Um, you can buy them concert tickets. You can buy them tickets or something. You could even say, you know, um, our gift is like, I'll buy tickets for a hockey game or like we'll go for a weekend somewhere far and we'll like get a hotel and stuff and I'll like pay for most of it. I don't know. It can be expensive um, like financially and it can also be expensive time-wise. So, you know, those people that like you only see once every year and you're like, here's your Christmas gift. Don't talk to me. Um, These are really hard to give because they involve generally spending time with that person because you, you generally like, you get them concert tickets, you give them two tickets. Um, you obviously don't set the assumption that um, they would take you, but it's kind of in the social contract that if you give someone two tickets that they take you. Um, it's also really annoying because like, if you miss the mark, that person can't really re-gift it effectively uh, without you knowing. Because you know, if you're like, hey, here's two tickets to, uh, I don't know, this concert, and then the night of the concert, you don't see anything about that on their social media, you get a little sus and that might actually hurt your feelings. So it's kind of hard to give. Um, interestingly enough, you can give experiential gifts um, without the person leaving their house. So VR, um, part of the reason I believe it's actually, um, I don't like 3D TVs did not take off, let's face it. But I feel like VR is going to take off and become a permanent thing is that VR allows you to experience things in, in a way that's uh, very like full sensory, if that makes sense. So if you've ever worn uh, like any VR, so like PlayStation VR or like Oculus or whatever, you have um, your headset on and you generally have your eyes covered and you actually change like adapt it so it's right up to your vision so you can kind of see everything. It actually completes your full field of vision. So your body or your eyes are 100% there. You often wear noise canceling headphones. Um, so all the sound you get has to do with the VR experience. 
and often it's sort of like an HD um, surround sound. So if you hear a sound, you will perceive it as behind you and you can actually turn your head and you'll see this behind you, right? Um, so it's very, very close. You also often use wands, um, wand like controllers, sort of like Wiimotes, and they're often motion controlled. So you actually move at least your upper body. So it's a bit of like a full body experience. Um, people do get motion sickness due to this, like don't get me wrong, but I feel like because of its experiential nature, it's gonna be part of sort of the new like um, world economy on like gifts. So if you can afford to get some VR, it's stupid expensive. Um, I guess that would be something you could give. Um, but I, I feel like in coming years, it's gonna become much cheaper. And then you could probably, um, assuming that there's not just like a Netflix for VR experiences, you could give them something like, oh, here's a VR of like climbing El Chapo, whatever, something like that, like climbing a mountain um, and doing something and they get to experience it that way. And I think that will become incredibly popular in the next coming years. But that's a little bit, uh, a little bit ahead of game. It's not gonna save you if you haven't bought your Christmas gifts yet, let's say that. Now, games and movies, um, I'm not quite sure where they're gonna fit under experiential or physical, because like beating Shadow of the Colossus is an experience. Let's get on, like, let's face it. Um, but you can do it sort of over and over again. And I guess that also hits like the VR, you know, you can experience that over and over again. Um, but yeah, you never get a like same first time. But uh, I would also just personally, I'm going to put them under our second category, physical gifts. And I do that because they meet a lot of criteria of um, physical gifts. So let's move on to that. Now, I consider a physical gift to be anything that can be... Um, like you do something with, you can manipulate it. Um, it can be reused, meaning that like, unlike an experience, it's not a one-time thing. And it can be um, like essentially regifted. It, it is property. You're giving them property or some sort of material that they can do with what they want. Um, and again, you kind of fall into the problem like, oh, you know, so-and-so has everything that they need or want because they can buy it um so here's where you have to either you know like think like a salesman um or actually spend a lot of time with the person so in the case of uh thinking like a salesman if you like know something that is sort of like that they might not know about let's say you're buying for like grandma grandma only reads the newspaper and watches television Right, it's pretty easy to go on the internet and like, yeah, grandma's probably never heard of this. I bet you'd really like it. And then you can buy it for them. And they're like, wow, sweet. So if you're a little bit more tech savvy than someone, maybe it's a little bit easier um, because someone might not even know, like, like if they're not in on the memes and stuff, how, how else do you know about new things or new trends? You know, I'm not even on TikTok. So all my gifts this year are gonna suck. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, you, you've, see those new trends and then you can buy it and then you have to like sell people on the gift because they don't know what it is but like that's past you I'm, I'm only telling you what to buy um you can also if you spend a lot of time with a person you can kind of see their habits and then give them someone something to do their habits easier um for example or or better or in a nicer way um so if someone drinks tea a lot new teapot bam 
someone uh, you know is like using something that's like super old but still works um, they might want like a newer variant of that thing you know they, they might also be like well I don't need to replace it they just call them crotchety and old um, otherwise you know you can find something so say someone always um, like cooks a certain thing you know you can give them something to do the cooking with easier if that makes sense um, so someone like uh, I guess an example is a couple years ago my mother she loves to cook so I gave her an instapot she uses it almost every day she gifted me an instapot I use it almost every day perfect gift right there my mother likes to cook uh, she would never buy herself like a new cooking appliance because she's like oh I can do all the stuff with other things just not as efficiently or easily and I'm like well here's an instapot have fun with it and then they she used it and loved it um but yeah that was like seeing a need that she didn't know she had and then you know filling it in just like a salesperson um, obviously if you spend a lot of time with people they generally kind of tell you what they want they'd be like oh I just saw this and it's really cool but I don't uh, don't think I need it um, and then you know you can just buy it for them and they'll be like oh yeah this is really cool or they'll never use it but they will be excited that you listen to them um, and that's also you know part of the gift giving process so uh, what should you take about this um, there's no uh, unfortunately there's no easy way to give someone a thoughtful gift so obviously you can give people unthoughtful gifts but uh, if you actually you know for, for that special someone where you actually want to try you actually have to spend time with them uh, you could learn their love language and learn how they receive affection um, either by getting them to do the quiz or by spending time with them and uh, really sorting out and feeling that out you know you could uh, like do something for them and if they seem, anno seem annoyed you could give them like a gift and if they seem happy you're like oh they like gifts I don't know um, you have all year Christmas is only one day so you know the <laughs> long con this people long con this um, love language is according to Gary Chapman the most um, common one is words of affirmation though. so you know maybe stick a note in with your gifts or actually write something in the card not just stick a 20 in there and even give someone 20 is that even like enough to give the gift anymore groceries are expensive man um, our two types of gifts of course are experiential so if someone's a really like quality time person they might really value um, you or even acts of service because you're doing something for them by giving them uh, this thing they might really appreciate uh, an experiential gift which is something like doing something with someone else uh, for other people they might prefer a physical gift um, which in that case you have to find out like a need that they either don't know that they have or something that they never actually buy for themselves properly want so I don't know uh, when this comes out there will be um, I guess a week or so like two weeks before Christmas uh, so best of luck and uh, with that don't ask me what you should buy your significant other because I don't know them you do better uh, well you know them better hopefully and uh, don't do anything I wouldn't do or haven't done I want to see you all here next week